everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today to have one of our hall stars for When Hope Calls. This is our first When Hope Calls interview that we've done with any of the cast. We're really excited today to be talking to Morgan Cohen from When Hope Calls. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I'm really delighted to talk to you, Morgan. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is lovely. Yeah. So what we like to do on our podcast is we like to give our guests a chance to introduce themselves and tell us what inspired you to become an actor. Wow. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, I'm Morgan Cohen. Uh, I play Lillian Walsh on When Hope Calls, one of the two sisters who's running the orphanage there. Um, And what inspired me to become an actor? I mean, it was kind of a bit of a journey. It was never really like a clear shot for me. I grew up dancing Um, that was always my love growing up through like middle school and high school. And then it kind of got to the end of my schooling and I didn't really know what to do. Um, and I, we went to New York on a dance trip and, and I saw Broadway for the first time and saw a musical there. And that kind of like blew my mind because I'd never seen anything like that before. And my teachers were really lovely and, um, really supported and and pushed me and inspired me to have a look at um, like musical theater programs. So I ended up going to a triple threat school in Toronto where we uh, did singing, dancing and acting. And it was a great program because they would accept people who were strong in one aspect and showed potential in the others. Mm -hmm. So I had never done any acting or any sort of vocal training. Um, so they lovingly sat through my audition somehow, um, and let me into their program. And through that, I kind of, um, kind of opened up my eyes to to the acting world. And that was mainly based in theater, but, but that was really incredible. And that kind of, yeah, it just, my love for acting kind of started to take over and started to feel like that was the route for me. And out of school, then I, I transitioned over to film and TV. So that's kind of how it all happened. That's really neat. So uh, what kind of dance uh, uh, did you do? Oh, I did uh, like tap, jazz, ballet, musical theater, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I started ballet late. I remember that was a very awkward point in my life. I think yeah. grade seven. I, and I was in, uh, yeah, I must have been in middle school, grade seven. And they put me in this this class and it was filled with kids in grade four three or four because they've been doing it for years so that's like a little bit of a check you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah so I kind of did the whole shebang all through there mm-hmm. um just tried it all out my parents were really lovely and I was very lucky to, to mm-hmm. have the opportunity to try out a bunch of different things that's cool I am the worst dancer to ever exist <laughs> so I admire that ability <laughs> very much it is something it is something very different for like um learning choreography and dancing uh and then just like dancing yeah you know people are like oh you dance let's see what you got it's like no that's not how this works (laughs) i don't got anything yeah so did you were you able to be in any any uh, musical productions uh when you dove into that world um not beyond my schooling actually the the program I went to we did in our final term we did a musical so we did Legally Blonde oh um, which was so much fun yeah Yeah. um 
so I did that. Um, but after that, it was kind of like right away for me. I, I knew that that wasn't going to be mm -hmm. where I necessarily could excel out of the different areas you could go into. So I, I quickly kind of chose where I thought I might fit in mm -hmm. best for myself. That's, that's, that's good. I, I, I did some just plays in, in high school and that was yeah. really fun. I did Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> amazing yeah Verdi and the whiz ah. uh, yeah. uh, all white version of the whiz but we had fun <laughs> but, you know there's uh -huh. something so special about stage productions there really is it's mm -hmm. like it's this it, when it's working and if you're in an audience and things are just jiving it's magic it feels yeah magic to be there and that's something that's really funny the the difference between film and tv is like if you're in theater and you're on stage and you're doing it you know if it's going well or if it's not. right whereas with film and tv you do it and you hope for the best because you really don't know there's so many other things that go into it the editing the music the who sees it and when like so many different things so you really have no idea well and just the fact that out. you have a live audience there totally it's just so different i mean i know some some tv is, is filmed a lot with live audience but not as much anymore but uh yeah just having that uh that immediate response yeah yeah Emma, that it's it is pretty pretty fun and so when you transitioned over to television do you remember like the first role that you got do you remember did you have like a freak out moment like oh my gosh i'm a cast <laughs> I um I think the first uh thing was probably a commercial but but the first like role that I got was on Murdoch Mysteries. Uh-huh. Um and it was funny because my like I was new and my my agent called me and she was like, "Hello, Sarah Glass." And in my head I'm like, "Who's Sarah? Does she not know me? Does she really not know my name?" <laughs> You're like, "Why am I paying this person? What is happening?" Yeah. And she was like, no, like the character, you booked Sarah. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's funny. Yeah. So yeah. that was amazing. That was really cool. I got a couple of days on there and met Yannick and he was so lovely. And it was cool to be on a show like that too. It had already been on, I think like six or seven seasons. So it was like, everybody knew what was going on. It was, it was very organized and everyone enjoyed what they were doing. It was great. Yeah. That. Uh, did you like have all your family like get together and watch and everything oh how did it work my family was over in australia at the time oh, when it okay. came out um but they sent me i remember they did send me a picture of them all like huddled around the tv being like we're watching you <laughs> <That's> so <cool. laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> did you grow up in the toronto area or uh, no i'm actually yeah. from um out west british columbia so oh, i grew okay. up in the Okanagan Valley, a little town called Summerland. Mm. And, uh, and then I, I just moved to Toronto um, when I got into the school out here after high school. Now is Summerland, I have to believe that it's pretty cold there way up, way up north. It's not so much north, it, but it is um, like, uh, yeah, it definitely has its seasons. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> Um, in the summer, it is tourist central. It's a beautiful lake. We're wine and orchard country, uh, rolling hills. We have ski hills behind us as well, mountains. So it's beautiful. But in the winter, yeah, it's it's cold. It's a yeah. dry cold there too and lots of snow. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're like, it's, it's snowing. You're like, it's the name's a lie. <laughs> yeah. It's all a lie. Don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So did you, uh, did you watch a lot of like movies and television stuff like growing up or were you kind of, uh, no, I was not- like, I had no idea what I was getting into. Even <laughs> I remember my first days going to, so the school I went to in Toronto was called Randolph. Uh-huh. And I remember my first couple days going in there and there were people like, it was, it was, oh, what's that show? It was literally like fame. Like there were people in the hallway singing musicals and all of a sudden someone would jump in with a harmony and someone else would like break into like another harmony. And I'm like, what is happening? They all knew plays. They all had so many references. Yeah. And like, I didn't. I watched So You Think You Dance and Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> those were like, those were my shows. We didn't really read plays or I had no knowledge of that. So I feel yeah. like even now, I'm kind of catching up on a lot of things. Like it's, it's bad sometimes. I mean, I haven't even seen the full Titanic. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, like it's really bad sometimes. You just gave up halfway through? I don't know what happened. I feel like it was maybe at like a friend's sleepover and everyone just falls asleep. And I'm, okay. I can never fall asleep watching a movie. So I'd be the last one awake. I just feel like, well, yeah. this isn't fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm like thinking to myself that's not the kind of movie i only want to see half of that's you know, fair. like you want to see the- <laughs> yeah you know you don't stop like mid iceberg you're like what right, <laughs> right. <laughs> i don't know what went on i don't know <laughs> so you need to see the whole thing and the whole movie. i really do i really do that's yes funny. i'm still catching up on my film and tv knowledge <laughs> i mean my my bigger uh, blind spot i mean I, everybody has them uh, I don't care how mm-hmm. many everyone has them but uh but I I've never been as big into television as into I like tv movies okay I've I've always been a movie person ah. not really a, t- a television show person right and right. so uh yeah there's a bunch of shows that I know <laughs> about but I've never yeah. really seen uh, well there's that, so much especially now there's just so yeah. much coming out and uh, like incredible stuff too it's impossible to keep up with it all and it really it it really is yeah i i swear a day doesn't go by where somebody's like you gotta watch this show you gotta watch this and i'm like so Uh, many hours of the day and i gotta cover all the hallmark movies (laughs) yeah that alone is so much fair (laughs) enough christmas yeah yeah so But but yeah, so we're going to now start really talking about When Hope Calls. So okay, great. if people listening, if you are watching it for the first time on Hallmark Channel, then you there might there we might have some spoilers. So if people you know don't want don't want to be spoiled on anything that happens uh with caution. Then, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there's my little warning. Uh so uh, well, the first thing is that, uh, so had you heard about When Calls the Heart? Did you know about it? How did you end up getting involved in this? It, I didn't know about the show prior to auditioning for it. It, kind, it came through just like um, any other audition out here in a way. I mean, I feel like the name definitely rang a bell, like I'd heard of it, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't know the show. Mm-hmm. So I... Yeah, it was just like a regular audition. At that point, it was auditioning for um, Lillian, but just in the Christmas movie um, to do their Christmas special with, I think it said like in small print, like with the potential to maybe do a spinoff. So it 
it was, mm. it was kind of just like the one role for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, uh, that was, a, it was actually a crazy day. I think it kind of worked out perfectly. It was the only time I've ever had, I had four auditions in one day, all before, I think like one in the afternoon. And what can happen sometimes when you audition for a show is, especially if it's something that you really want, or you feel like the material just speaks to you, or it just, it feels right is you can get so in your head about it. Like you just want it too badly. Yeah. And then you think about it and you're like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that. And the good thing about that day, I think with having so much going on was like, you go in, you do it, you leave and you're on to the next thing because you don't have time to think about that. So mm-hmm. I think because of that, I was able to just like be as much myself in the room and bring to Lillian. And I, I felt, it just felt really right to me Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I could, I could feel good and I left it and that was it. And mm-hmm. then I think it was like a week or two later, I, um, I was told they wanted to do like a screen test. Um, they said there were going to be a couple girls, little did I know it was only me, <laughs> which is probably good to know, take the pressure off a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I did, uh, like a Skype interview, Skype audition with, uh, Neil, who was directing, and Alfonso, who was uh, doing the show running at that time. And we ran through, I think I had three scenes. We did them all a couple times, and they gave me some notes and directions and played around. And and then a couple weeks later, <laughs> then it sounded like it was going to happen, and we were waiting. And, and then it, as soon as they were like, yep, we want you, it was so quick. To, at first, I think it was on like on Monday and they're like okay yeah can she fly out on Tuesday and we're like wait what what's happening (laughs) um but then it got pushed a bit but yeah that's kind of how it all happened and then we did the movie and it was so lovely to be out there and get to like see that world and meet everybody and then we just we waited we're just waiting to see what would happen it's it's this industry is crazy where Mm. you know things can change so drastically so quickly so we're just really optimistic when you were filming the movie, did you feel pretty confident that, that it was going to go to series or you had no idea? Um, I feel like, oh, I feel like I was, hmm, I'm like a very cautious person when it comes to these things. I'm like very <laughs> cautiously optimistic. Right. It's like until I'm on set, I don't. I don't fully invest my joy, like my excitement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I feel like it felt really far away when we did the movie. It was like, it could be, but it just kind of felt too good to be true and a little too far away to, to like sink into that happening for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Uh, Cause it felt, it definitely felt like a for sure thing by the time for us watching it as it uh as it was airing uh that mm-hmm. was like okay these are these are the people that are going to be on the uh spinoff and you know that uh uh but so i was curious about that and yeah yeah and yeah the movie was really cute i i personally liked that christmas movie better than just the past one personally oh yeah i did uh but i could have watched um that little girl and henry cowan 
book. Oh my goodness, so sweet, right? I was a little disappointed that we didn't see any of Gao and in When Hope Calls because I just thought they had such a connection. He'd make a yeah. make a cameo. Hopefully, but, hopefully, yeah. if we have any like more seasons, hopefully get the whole cast over. Yeah, that love would to be... have Aaron come by too. That would be so lovely. Yeah, that would be yeah. really fun. That would be really fun, and I don't know. It was it was a, just a cute cute story cute movie uh you know this got the uh she's trying to get her her uh her roast for the potluck i was like this (laughs) is quite the potluck (laughs) (laughs) um but uh but yeah i mean so when they when they greenlit the uh the series because that was 2018 christmas movie yeah and so when was that, when was season one, when was that all filmed? We started filming that, um, was it, I think, ooh, I think it was end of, oh, let me look it up because the dates changed. I'm going to tell you exactly what we did. <laughs> end of May, beginning of end May. End of May. Okay. End of May. It was crazy. We started end of May and then we filmed into, I think like the first week of September and at that point, we were already premiering our first episodes. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, realize it was that. So fast. Huh. Wow. Yeah, they are so good at that at Hallmark. Yeah, it's crazy. I think, <laughs> they, had, I think they had the trailer, like their first teaser trailer, out within the first week that we were all filming. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow. Is this real? This is crazy. <laughs> I'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are a new sponsor, which is really exciting. They are Sundance Now. And, you know, we live in a prepackaged world when it comes to TV. We're spoon-fed reality junk, competitive dating shows, and singers behind masks. And we need sometimes stories with a little more thought behind them. And, you know, some of that can be fun enough, but this uh, is is stuff that's going to hopefully feed our soul and get us to understand different cultures and lifestyles and different ways to experience. And, uh, and so it's, it's, I think really a, an important thing and, uh, and it's only a four ninety nine a month with their annual plan, which is a really great, uh, great deal that for what you get, it can work on all of your devices that you have. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, you can watch via Apple and Android devices, Amazon Fire, Google Chromecast, Roku, and more. And uh, I was really impressed when I uh, started to dive into the content. Uh, you know, I love particularly, you know, like my costume dramas and they had uh, the latest version of Wuthering Heights. So that was really neat to get to watch. Their original series, McMafia, State of the Union, and The Cry have received international praise and awards. And there's a ton of different shows, new shows, uh, original shows, and curated content. It's definitely got a lot to offer. And, uh, and so you can get 30 days uh, free by going to SundanceNow.com, use code Hallmarkies. That's SundanceNow.com, code Hallmarkies for 30 days of free streaming. When you first went onto the Brookfield set, were you just blown away? Oh, it was wild. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all built, like it's all there all the pieces are in that one spot and it's kind of like we have base camp where all our trailers are and you get your hair and makeup done and then you 
have like a little road, like a little travel to get to set, but there's, it's kind of behind a little hill. So you couldn't see it. So we got, got in costume, got our hair and makeup, and then you're driving to set and it kind of just opens up and it's like, whoa, Mm -hmm. this is happening. This is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty impressed, especially that they built those whole houses. That was crazy. Yeah. And I think, what did they say? Like six weeks or something crazy? Yeah. And the entire orphanage, they said too, is like, it's a functioning house. If they put uh, water in there, I think, and insulation, like we could live in there over the winter or the summer. It's beautiful too. I mean, yeah, yeah, that really impressed me because when I first heard about the fact that this was going to the streaming service there, you know, because I feel like streaming services can, it can be one of two things. It can be uh, a special prestige a project that they're really investing a lot of money into or it can be a kind of a throwaway you know like that's something mm. not worthy of the main channels so we're going to put it on streaming right uh it, it i've seen both and right. so uh yeah obviously i'm hoping that it'll be great but <laughs> but uh i mean you were on star trek discovery and i think that's a good example of uh, uh, them putting a lot of money and making yeah. it prestige but just yeah. not all of the streaming services have been that way and with content. And uh, so I, you know, I, but then I saw the, just that when Kevin McGarry did the initial tour of, of oh, yeah. World, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, wow, <laughs> they're yeah. really, they're really, this is, this is a real investment. They're really uh, putting uh that's why I'd be, I personally would be really surprised if it's not renewed because I don't know. I just feel like they've invested so much. Yeah. I think people are, are really hoping it goes, mm-hmm. it goes for sure. Cause people definitely did. I think the idea was, um, yeah, that I think that probably can happen with streaming services. Sometimes they just need content and not necessarily want to put so much into yeah. it, but because it was a spinoff of like everybody's favorite show, they didn't want to disappoint. And I think they really wanted it to be, um, you know, the, one of the ones to launch the streaming service in a way, like it was already up there, but for their first, like we were their first original content just for the streaming service. So right. I think they really wanted that to kind of be there, like their speaking piece in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think when hope calls has that maybe when calls the heart doesn't there's something to make it special? Well, we're just a completely different group of actors, different yeah. people. So I mean, no matter what, you're going to bring something different just with your own energy and who you are Mm -hmm. as a person, it's just going to be different. So I think we still, I hope we still carry like a lot of the themes and the things that people love about When Calls the Heart, but I think we have some great humor in our show Mm -hmm. too. Um, And, you know, still trying to incorporate um, some romance and family dynamics and some mystery too for the, uh, Mm -hmm. the, our um, fellow mounties yeah and that so (laughs) yeah i mean we just have different people yeah well it's nice too because it's about two women as opposed to focusing the main focus being on you know one woman with uh with elizabeth and so i think that works really nicely and i was really impressed with with the show and uh, it was a lot better and I, i don't know why i just I don't know what I was expecting, but it was a lot better than what I was expecting. I, well, that's good. 
Yeah. I yeah. really enjoyed it and I enjoyed covering it. We covered every episode on the podcast. Amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, I wondered, do you think that Lillian has some survivor's guilt kind of, uh, because she got the home and Grace didn't? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think she definitely does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we speak to it a little bit in, in the first season for sure. It does come up. Um, and you can just see it too, how, I mean, Grace kind of holds things back sometimes. And I think Lillian sees it and, and just wishes that that didn't happen that way or, or like she could have been there for her. Absolutely. I think that that very much plays into their dynamic and her. Yeah. One thing I kind of wondered is, do you think that Grace is is really ready to run the orphanage? Because she had so many triggers through the season. Uh, mm. the, like even something like her, the birthday party or uh, just so many different things that I kind of wonder, is, like, is this person like ready emotionally to, to do this? I think that's why they're so strong together, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I don't think... Um, yeah, with the two of them, I think they, they, they balance each other out. Like Grace is really the, you know, brings a lot of fun and like lightness to it, to the kids and creativity. And, and Lillian has that too, but she's very much like the responsible one. And I think kind of like holds, like kind of glues it together a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that they just work really well together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So which relationship do you think will progress more quickly? Grace and Chuck or Lillian and Gabe? <laughs> Are we doing spoilers here? <laughs> well, I mean, what's on first season? Well, the I mean, first you don't season, know what's the second season. So we could, but just, no, just speculating. Well, based on first season. Yeah. I'm going to guess that uh grace and chuck <laughs> they seem to be like a little more spicy you know yeah Whereas i feel like <laughs> i feel like uh lillian and gabe are a little more like a slow burn yeah those mounties they take their time they They're really slow. do <laughs> like come on get it together yeah i'm getting old over here <laughs> but do you think that lillian was too hard on sam trying to protect her oh at the end oh yes yeah we're, we're hoping uh yeah there well hmm, hmm, this is talk for like you know if things move forward in another yeah. season i think that's something to touch on mm-hmm. i think like for me when i was playing those scenes i had a lot of um uh like background as to why she was so hard on her on him and gabe and I'm hoping that, you know, if we come back for a second season, we'll be able to kind of explain that where it comes from another place. It's not just mm-hmm. her being hard and being like, why are you looking out for me kind of thing. Yeah. I think there's more to it than just that. Because mm. he was just trying to, when he was doing what he was told, first of all, by Gabe, so it was really wasn't all his fault. But, um, but he was just trying to protect her from these creepy people. Uh, and so I was kind of like, calm down. Why yeah. So I, I think maybe part of it too was just, it's one thing just to protect Lillian, but Lillian herself protects, you know, a bunch of kids with her yeah. as well. So not including her in that conversation, you're putting those kids at risk too. Mm-hmm. So I think for her, it was like, there are more people at play here than just you feeling good about looking after me. 
Mm -hmm. So there was the whole story with Lillian's father Mm -hmm. in the season and uh, his kind of uh, this whole thing with the bridge and um, Tess and Mm -hmm. that whole, uh, what, how did you, how did, what, what, what were your thoughts as you sort of played that, the, that whole scenario as far as her father is, isn't isn't with us any it wasn't with her anymore but she's still she she had that debate of kind of what what's more important like the people mm-hmm. now or sort of the legacy of her father mm-hmm. um yeah it was it was an interesting one i mean i think you know that can go in a a lot of different scenarios too is like do you do you want to protect how people thought of you or someone that you loved that you hold in really high regard? Yeah. Or because Tess's it, husband was the it was involved as well. So yeah. His his name was uh, you know so his legacy as well. So it's pretty complicated. For sure, and and I mean, are we? spoiling a little bit yeah i gave the warning so we're good okay okay (laughs) i mean i like like they say like tess never read the report she if and the guys never said anything to her because they felt she was grieving and she was going through so much loss that they didn't want to turn around and be like well your husband told us to go ahead when we told him that it wasn't safe Mm -hmm. and that he pushed more cattle and more weight across the bridge than my father had told everyone that could go on there because he was in a hurry so you know it's when when the whole town turned on on Lillian's father and it like caused his health to to fall apart and I mean ultimately his passing too and then she continues to berate my father and my family Lillian's father and family like that would absolutely be really hard to let that go yeah when when you have proof of it for sure well and i feel especially i think it would be even almost harder as she's ahead of this orphanage i don't know just everything with parents would be so much more um, precious yeah i think yeah yeah mm-hmm. well yeah and she ends up losing two sets of parents right so yeah i thought that that was a good uh a good story arc for Lillian uh, because I think she's kind of seen as sort of the uh, the blessed one the one who had the got the golden spoon kind of a thing mm-hmm. uh, whereas Grace didn't but she still had her own trials and her own things that she had to deal with yeah I think she and I think that that kind of speaks to what you were saying before with like do you think she still has some like survivor's guilt over it as mm-hmm. as well like she she covers I think she's gone through a lot too just different different things like different traumas and tribulations yeah. but she just she covers and she under she understands how lucky she was in the long run mm-hmm. um and tries not to you know let some of the other stuff overshadow that was it fun doing the whole the whole scene where you uh steal the the books and stuff from like <laughs> that was a fun it was yeah that was great yeah it was so much fun yeah I love when I I love that they were starting to add um you know the little bits of like <laughs> sauciness 
of Lillian in there, you know, she's mm-hmm. not yeah. just straight laced and, and like, you know, by the book, she'll do what needs to be done to, mm-hmm. to like figure her stuff out. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. so much fun. I love any of that stuff that goes in for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. All right. Well, very good. <laughs> we we really enjoyed the first season. So we'll be excited, hopefully, to be able to cover season two. And uh, and so we'd like to end our interview with, with just some fun, silly questions. Oh, great. <laughs> so, all right. First question is, what is the best ice cream flavor? Oh, oh you know, hmm. Oh, I'm torn between three and they're very different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mint chocolate chip. Uh-huh. Tiger, which is orange and licorice. Oh, and like anything black licorice? With, yeah, love oh. licorice. And then anything with peanut butter in it, like chocolate peanut butter. Yeah. So any of those yeah. three. <laughs> very good. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite color? Hmm. Oh, I really like a good rusty orange. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right uh what music are you into right now everything yeah like, you like a little of everything yeah i like um i mean guilty pleasures of like pop love uh-huh. Ariana grande yeah <laughs> but then also i like grew up listening to blues with my dad so i'll have blues sundays with that in the background and then my boyfriend is really into 90s hip-hop so that'll always be going on too <laughs> yeah just pretty much anything yeah cool good all right uh what is your go-to date night food Ooh, um either thai or sushi okay good a lot of people uh has to have say sushi it's a good date really food yeah because it's not yeah. too messy well we've want... made it a tradition um three valentines in a row now we stay home and make sushi ourselves oh fun yeah that's cool okay easier than expected (laughs) well maybe this is your that's your answer then for what is your go-to date night activity and you're about (laughs) once a year making sushi sushi. (laughs) (laughs) no uh our day nights yeah and go to a movie we i mean yeah we love checking out what everyone's talking about we have a, a a theory, I guess you'd say, uh, that the thing that makes the movie date a good date mm-hmm. is you have to go to the movie first and then go to dinner. Especially I think you're right. Because then you yeah. have some, you can talk about the movie. Oh, that's much better. Yeah, yeah I agree with people that. Do and it then wrong. you're not then you're not like, ooh, we have to leave. Should we get the check? Are we running yeah, out of time? That's right. That's good. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to stick with that now. That's <laughs> great advice. Okay. Good. Good. Changing the world here on the podcast. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Okay. Uh, beaches or mountains? Beaches. Okay. So, uh, or fancy dress or sweats? Oh, both. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. All right. Uh, what's your favorite holiday to celebrate? Mm. Christmas. Yeah. I just like, cause we always get the whole family together or we try to. Yeah. yeah. It's Christmas. Well, and it's part of being in the Hallmark family. Let's be real. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so this might be very hard for you to answer cause you don't have Hallmark channel in Canada. Mm. Uh, and, but you can pick your own movie that you were in. So what is your favorite Hallmark movie? Oh, <laughs> hmm. 
I'm yep. I'm gonna say a Christmas blessing. The yeah. one calls the heart. Yeah. <laughs> really good. I really enjoyed it. So I have no 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 debate there. So no. well, <laughs> well, very good. We are are really excited to get to see hopefully what happens more in Brookfield. <laughs> And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. No, this is so lovely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So do you have social media that you'd like to share or anything like that? Oh, yeah. You can um, reach me both on Instagram and Twitter. Just it's at my name. So at Morgan Cohan, K-O-H-A-N. Great. With no spaces or periods or anything. Great. Well, we'll have that all in the description section that people can follow you. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely we'll be in touch. Hopefully, maybe we can talk to you again uh, as if the uh, as if the season later on in the year. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll talk to you. That'd be fun. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. Then, bye, everyone. Okay. Bye. We'd really like to thank Morgan for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to get a chance to get to know her and talk with her and find out more about One Hope Calls. That was great. And so make sure you're following the podcast at Homebrookies Pod and Homebrookies Podcast, all of our social media and iTunes, YouTube. If you're listening to iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. It really helps us a lot. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We also have our patron group, which is really fun. We like to talk about uh, all the different shows and movies and everything that's going on. Uh, we have all the information for that in the uh, description section. We also have our merch store, which has uh, hope, When Hope Calls and When Calls the Heart inspired uh, designs. So check that out. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check out all my content. I have a weekly family movie night picks and I'd love for your, uh, your thoughts on that. So thanks again to Morgan and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.